Welcome to DIY for Business. It's Russ and Greg with you. You know, if you hear me sometimes chuckling underneath the music, underneath the theme song, it's because of Greg's dance. And and you gave me a new one today, Greg. I told you I was going to give you a new <laughs> one. And I've been working on it since the last show when I promised you I was going to give you a new dance. Hopefully, you know, you were laughing because you appreciated the effort and you're not just laughing at my at my dancing ability, which is probably yeah, we'll, we'll go we'll go anyway. with the first one there. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so uh well, first of all, it feels like what's fantastic is we're like recording and recording and recording and putting all these shows out. It's so much fun to be back. We're in the middle of season two here. I won't say in the middle, I guess we're in the beginning of season two, but it's so awesome to be kind of back and just doing this on a regular basis. I'm loving it. <laughs> yeah, so am I. And what I'm really loving is our guests this season. I mean, we're really getting some really interesting guests that have different points of view, that are focusing on different areas of business that, you know, our, our listeners are, are really finding interesting. They're commenting on social media. So um, I'm really excited about where we're going with season two. And, and, you know, as long as our audience, you know, the CEOs, the entrepreneurs, the business owners out there are enjoying it, you know, that's what our goal is. So. Exactly. I think we're in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. and you know that's the thing. I mean, I'm loving the the positive feedback. Hey, I'd love more reviews, um, <laughs> specifically those five star ones. Those ones are great on the on the podcast <laughs> app. So I'm just saying, you know, if you if you wanted to do that, <laughs> I'm not talking to you, Greg. I'm just saying, you know, that's, that's the power of persuasion. Exactly. Right Come on, you got to ask sometimes, right? Sometimes, oh yeah, right. You got to hand the pen over and ask, you know, for the signature. Exactly. Hey, so. speaking of guests, Greg, you lined us up one uh, for today that I'm excited to talk to. Yeah, we have Brad Smith, and Brad is the founder of Stellar Insight Incorporated. He's a CEO and business owner, coach, and uh, he really focuses on helping companies grow. So, welcome, Brad. Good to be here. Thank you, gentlemen. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us today. I, you know, I looked at your website. There's a video on there that I watched, and you said that uh, your goal for a business that you work with is is to just about double the money that they're making year over year. Is is that is is that your goal when you're talking to a business? My, my goal, is, my first goal, is consistent okay. growth. Right. If you, if, you know, sporadic growth is painful, but, you know, there you are. So consistent growth. And then we go through the whole company. When I sit down with a client, potential client, right, we go through the whole conversation about where they are currently, where they've been, how they got there and where they want to go. And I measure their, if you would, subjectively, I measure their ambition and their drive <clears throat> And then we then we jump into it and go. And if I can help them add, you know, double their business growth, that's cool. Depends on the industry, but mm -hmm. double their business growth. I love doing that. But if I can figure out how to help them add a zero to their revenue, that's exciting mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. Because the best way to help somebody kind of turn their, their life and their world around is uh, through the wallet nerve, which I say is the largest <laughs> nerve on the human body. <laughs> well, you said something that, uh, you know, piqued my ears there. You said you measure their ambition level. And I'm just curious, how, how do you go about doing that? What are you what are you actually asking them? What's the evaluation to fully understand for you? Because you're kind of 
measuring whether you want to work with them as much as they're kind of figuring out whether they want to work with you. How does that work? You can hear it in their voice and how they follow. In other words, if you listen to someone, I'll just divert here for a second. If you listen to a salesman and you measure the space between the words and how fast they come out, the space between them, if there's any room for anybody else to stand in the conversation with them, what you're doing is you're measuring their ability to listen and have rapport and build rapport. Good salespeople build rapport. Bad salespeople only talk about benefits. So when you're measuring ambition, what I'm doing is I'm listening to the pace of their words, the shape of their words, if you would. If someone's angry, they've got sharp edges to their words. If they're not, they're more rounded. They're more approachable. And those are the people that I like to work with. I have to like the people I work with because if I, I'm not, you know, I'm to the place now in my career here, and I've been doing this at least 25 years. So to the point where I'm unwilling to, to tolerate people that aren't fun. <laughs> I think that's a great place to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the things that I did when I, you know, when I did my business, it was like, I do, I, I felt like I was auditioning for the clients, but they were also in many ways auditioning for me. And the clients that I felt like were going to be problematic, walking away from them. Once I learned that, now initially I, I didn't understand that. And I took on clients and it was a whole lot of extra work and stress and problems. But once I realized like there's clients that you should walk away from, it, it just totally changed my, my life really. Not just my business, but my life. I was so much happier. Yeah, and I think a lot of the, you know, our listeners are you know, just getting their company started and they're just eager to take on any customer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you you want to start generating revenue and you want to continue growing in the revenue. And sometimes you're just following the check a little bit too much and it causes too many headaches. Yeah. And, you know, some of the advice that we've talked about on this show a number of different times is, you know, you should be somewhat picky on who your clients are. And I'm just curious, Brad, is that something that you go through that process with, with your clients as well to kind of help them figure out who they should be working with? Both my clients and my friends, it's like you cannot pursue business out of desperation because that's the loop then you'll be stuck in. Mm-hmm. If you're pursuing the next, the next piece of business out of the willingness to serve, if you would, Because what we do with businesses is first we generate, if a client comes to me and they say, I ask them, what what drives you? And they say, I want more money. And I say, garbage. Say other things too, but I say garbage. (laughs) Because money is a tool. That's all it is. It's a tool. It's a tool for adding meaning to our life. So if having a house would be nice and you're, you know, you're not on, you know, you don't, you rent one right now, that, that adds meaning, right? If you, but in business, what we do is we provide an opportunity for our, our customers, our clients, so that they can achieve what's important to them. And so part of the process is discovering their meaning and how you can help their meaning, but also 
learning deeply enough to understand your own meaning and what you're creating both for your customers and for yourself. Meaning is yeah. the core. Well, and, and you know, like the, the funny thing about that is I was just working on some, some various, you know, like project plans today. Right. And it's like looking at those project plans and thinking not just about, okay, well, this is the project. This is what the project's for. Like, what's the, what's the usage? How's this project going to make the end user feel? What are they going to do with it? Like thinking about it on that level in, in, on just a project. Now you're saying kind of taking that to that next level and thinking about your whole business in that way. Like, what is it going to bring me, right? Not just the money, but what is that money? Like, why do I want it? Getting down to that, I think is, is really important and can change the way that you're running your entire business. So I, li- I like that a lot. It It's important for every human being to straighten out their why. Yeah. Why, what's your purpose with literally everything you do? Why are you, okay, guys, I've been married twice, 19 years and 20 years, and not anymore. So it's good for you to get your why straightened out. It's like, why am I in this relationship, right? What am I giving? What am I receiving? Why am I in this business? What am I giving? What am I receiving? You know, it's like, it doesn't matter whether it's the individual or an organization or an association or literally whole governments. We don't have our why straightened out. Nothing works right. Yeah, and I think that's the the connection, right, that you're looking for, right? When you're talking with the business owners and you know, you're trying to figure out, well, I'm I'm asking actually, are, are you trying to kind of figure out like what the connection is between the people within the organization, their clients, the people within the organization and other staff members, management mm-hmm. to their teams? How does that factor into your coaching? Because, you know, in learning more about you, that, that's a big piece of what you bring to the table for your clients. Um, somebody described to me what Aikido uses as far as the energy involved. Mm-hmm. And what you do is you use the other person's momentum to achieve what you want to. And so in business, what we're doing in all things, but in business, what we're doing is we're finding out what the motivations are for the other person. And once you understand that, once you comprehend that, then you've mastered the situation. And if it aligns with what you want to achieve for them, good. And if it doesn't, then it doesn't. Wow. I like that. I'm writing down quotes from you now. (laughs) (laughs) And just just FYI, Steven Seagal would be so happy you just, uh, you know, just mentioned the key. Yeah, exactly. Because that's the form that that he uses. So, Uh, so, okay. Uh, When you're you're talking growth on a business, um, are you talking – just growing the sales funnel? Like where are you working with these businesses? What's, what areas are you, you know, diving into to get the growth that you're, uh, that you're trying to get? Um, we'll start out with the first piece, which is most of the time hidden. You cannot grow a company beyond the limitations of the leader, period. And so if, The mind of the individual and the heart, both are important. The mind and heart of the individual guiding the future of that organization is lined up with their why, right? Then it works. 
So we look at, um, I think there's essentially six pieces to a business. One of them is split. So you've got production, you've got whatever's a service or, or a manufacturing, doesn't matter. You've got production, you've got finance, you've got sales, you've got marketing. And that I split those apart because there's a different process, different humans involved. Then you've got uh, research and development and you've got the humans. The key piece in all of that that I've found certainly in the last decade is being able to get the right people on the bus, if you would, to use Jim Collins terms. So get the right people on the bus, then it's important to make sure they get in the right seat. Right. And uh-huh. and I think part of, you know, the first step is, right, getting the right people on the bus. And then the second step is how do they communicate and how are they working with each other and working with their clients? And we have to take a quick break. But when we come back, I'd love to get your thoughts on the interpersonal communication um, techniques that you teach and, and you work with your clients on. And we're back with Russ and Greg on DIY for Business, part of the best business network heard on Electrocast Media. And today we're interviewing Brad Smith, the founder and CEO of Stellar Insight Incorporated. And before we went to break, Brad, we were talking a little bit about interpersonal communications and kind of where you take your clients in helping them improve that side of their business. So the first thing I do in my interactions with my clients is... I watch how they interact with me and I don't take a client who I don't have pretty deep rapport with, but that means that they have the ability to build rapport with people. Okay. So communication is not just rapport being on the same wavelength and in, in, in their communication, if they speak at people as opposed to speak with people, that's significant. Okay. So if you comprehend, if there's comprehension, between one person and another, both ways, you have rapport. Rapport is how you build communication. If you've got rapport through a whole company, then you have deep communication. If I talk with you and I comprehend what you're understanding that I'm saying, then I'm, and one of the things I I work with is listen to the other person and speak at the speed they comprehend what you're saying. Go into that a little bit more, Brad. I, I'm, I'm fascinated by that thought. Well, we all watch body language. But if you watch carefully, you can actually watch someone absorb an idea or not. You can actually do that on the phone, too. But if you watch them or feel them, if you would, absorb the ideas you're presenting, You can watch the rate they can absorb at that, right? Some people are fast absorbers Mm -hmm. and some people are not. Some people have to process. And if you take that time to allow them to do that, you get deeper rapport, deeper understanding, and much better alignment. I like that. Yeah, so do I. You can tell we're both absorbing that, right? I just want to make sure. (laughs) (laughs) No, I appreciate yeah. you going into more details because I, I wanted you to really elaborate for our listeners on that that thought. Well, yeah, it. it's so key. I mean, uh, it, what it, my mind went to on that is like personalization in like 
in, in, in those first communications, let's say other than like just talking to the person, I'm going to, I'm going to rewind all the way to like the, those first contacts that may be over by email or over, you know, just reading, you know, your website or something along those lines. Do you help people in those early stages as well when you're talking to a business? Explain that. Just so I'm thinking better. like, for instance, um, you know, I, your, your website, right? Like I feel like I got a, I got your vibe <laughs> from your website in reading your website copy. Now I also watched the video. So there was that, but I, I'm wondering, do you, it, it, because I got that feeling from, and that vibe about you from your web copy, do you help businesses with that part of it too? I help them with comprehension. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> In other words, I'm a, at core, I'm a, I'm a success trainer, if you would. And so I work with the, the top person in the organization. Sometimes I work with executive teams, mm -hmm. right, when it's necessary. But what I want is that top person in the organization to learn how to train everybody else around them to be comprehenders, gotcha. to be rapport builders. And so if that top person can do it, and sometimes, sometimes they're not capable of that, right? They, they can do it themselves, but they can't teach it. Then I'll go into the rest of the team and do that. Gotcha. So it's, that process takes oh, time. Yeah. That's about um, minimum one year process. Wow. So I had a client years ago with one of the top um, advertising companies in the world. And the gentleman that they brought to me um, was, and he'll know who I am talking about. He's Italian. <laughs> Uh, born in Italy, and he learned his English in London, which had, he had a great English London accent, right? It was <laughs> awesome. But he spoke so fast. The first time I talked to him, I understood literally every fourth word he said. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> so what we did over, literally, right? And so what I did over the, the period I worked with him, and it took some time, but what I did with him was I had him mentally stop and put a pause between each word he said. And so by the end of the period we'd worked together, he spoke in a way where he's essentially at the speed I'm speaking at, where there's a place for someone else to step in and interject. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to have an idea. I want to, be, oh, but I have an idea here. So it builds collaboration. But what we did was we got him to the place where he said, I said, he walked into the meeting, the last meeting we had, and it was that pace. And I said, so do you do this with everybody? He says, well, everybody when I, except my mom when I'm talking to her on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm curious, before he started working with you, did he identify that his pacing was too quick and that he needed to work on it? He, What he identified was he was responsible for client closing, persuasion, presentation, after they put together the whole idea and then presented it to the new clients and or the old clients, but the new ideas. And he knew that he was not being as successful, but he hadn't identified why. Mm, interesting. How so many my job in the first 50 seconds, five minutes, hour I'm worth working with somebody is to identify the gaps between where they are and where they want to be. Yeah, actually, you just kind of take, took me to where I, I was going to follow up on that. 
is like how many people come to you and really have a thought of why they're struggling with whatever they're struggling with, or they just realize I'm not reaching my goals. I need help. That's why I'm going to reach out to, to Brad and his company. That's a good, good question. I would say maybe 30% of the people that come to me have some idea. The rest of them are just frustrated. So as we go down through there, so here's a piece of homework for all of your listeners. Sit down with a piece of paper, a piece of paper and a pen. I want it longhand and write out all of your list of frustrations, your whole life, all parts of it, right? Home, business, social, whatever. Write down your frustrations and underneath each one of those frustrations, you have to understand that blaming shifts responsibility. So if you blame some else, someone else for your for what's in your life, you're miss, missing the whole lesson. So write down the whole list, enumerate them, go back and study them and identify what's the purpose of each one of those frustrations. Why are you creating that in your life? And then what's underneath it? Yeah. I, I like that exercise a lot. <laughs> so is is that something that you do with these business owners? And do you do you look at that list? Is does that help you to I don't have to look at it. We talk yeah. it through. I drag it out of them verbally. <laughs> <laughs> and, and sometimes I catch them in the middle of yeah. stuff too. Yeah. Sometimes I will have to go back to a particular set of statements that a client makes and say, this is what I heard and this was the underlying emotion you were evoking in other people. Stop that. Mm. Do you want to keep doing that and creating that around you? And 100% of the time I get back, no. So another exercise that I take my clients through other than the listening and the training, right, in the listening is... I have them identify their values, what's important to them. I have a, a list. I ought to post that on my website. I think I will. A list of values. It's like a whole page. I originally got it from a client of mine who got it from um, Coach University where I took my training, but I've morphed it so much. I mean, like way more than 30% of it, 40% of it. I put in pieces, taken out pieces. But I have people write out their values and identify the ones that are important enough to them that they want to make that different in their life. Yeah, and I, what I hear and, and what I do a lot of times when I'm working with the different business owners, it's really a, a, a sense of being accountable. And, you know, when they're writing out all those frustrations and what's underneath them and stuff like that, are they willing to be accountable that they can control fixing a lot of those frustrations and, you know, being the solution and not like you're saying, playing the blame game. So I, I would assume that if, if a lot of these business owners can't fess up and be accountable for their own lives, it's really difficult for major change to happen. It won't, period. But I know that by the time I finished my first hour with them. I know whether they're accountable or not. If someone's not accountable, I will not say yes to being their coach. Period. So are you you you're going you're doing this before you even take them on as a client. 
you're, you're doing some of these practices just to yep. try to figure it out if it's a fit. Yep. Nice. Yep. Well, and most of it I hear in their voice. Gotcha. I, I did seven years of coaching phone only and got to the place where I could read character deeply enough. So I have a story behind that, if you will allow okay. me. Okay. Uh, well, you um, know what? We're going we're gonna to use that, yep. actually, to, to, to make people wait so that they stay through the break. See? <laughs> let's, let's pause right there. When we come back, we'll, we'll pick it up right here and we'll hear that story. We'll be right back on DIY for Business. Thanks for listening and subscribing to DIY for Business. It's Russ and Greg with you. We are proud to be a part of the Best Business Network and Electrocast Media. And we are also proud to have Brad Smith joining us today, CEO and founder of Stellar Insight Incorporated. Brad, I interrupted your story, and I'm sorry for that. Let's let's get into so, it. So <laughs> this is historical stuff, but it's it was a major one of the gifts that hard times give us. When I was 18, fall term, freshman year at Oregon State, I developed a ulcerated colon and bleeding ulcer. And the, and the doctor said to me when I got to him in December, he said, gee, Brad, if you'd waited six weeks to come see me, you'd have bled to death. So he had my wow. attention. He was yeah. talking to an 18-year-old. Wow. He wanted it. He got it. Then he said, you'll never eat strawberries or corn or lettuce ever again in your life. And my 18-year-old brain said, fat chance, buddy, that ain't happening. <laughs> then he said something that was pretty advanced for that time. You have a psychosomatic disease. Your emotions affect the severity of your symptoms. And in that moment, I made the commitment, because I believe in cause and effect, I made the commitment to conquer the disease. And so I started studying my emotions and figured out over about a two-year period which ones were the causes. And then I went deeper and deeper. So I stopped the bleeding in about maybe six months. No, the constant bleeding. Stopped the pain and down, down to intermittent episodes, if you would. Um, and then uh, in my 40s, I think I was 45 or 46, I found a specific memory. I went back in with hypnotherapy and rewired that emotion. But, and so my bleeding and my colitis is completely gone. I have cayenne on my eggs in the morning. So there we are. Um, but what that taught me was watch for patterns long-term. If it's in my life, I'm responsible. Watch for my emotions, study my character. Character is the foundation of who I am and everything I create in the world. And when I come and meet someone, I can read their character, good and bad, completely from the core out, uh, whether I'm talking to them or whether I'm you know, watching them on video or in person. I know who they are, but I've also gotten to the place where I have no judgment about that because we don't make toddlers wrong if they can't walk when they first fall down. <laughs> we don't make children wrong when they don't know the alphabet before they start learning it. So human beings who have faults, unless they're really harshly mean to someone, um, they don't, you know, we don't make them wrong. I don't make them wrong because we're all learning. Every one of us in this group, in this business, in this world are learning our way to up the scale, if you would, to better, deeper evolution. 
So one of the things that's really obvious in, in talking to you, Brad, is you're tremendously insightful. I mean, it's, it's that when I was looking for a word that would, and that insightful just popped into my head and it just kept ringing in my head. This is the word that I would describe, Brad. And I just, well, I'm curious, but I have a really good sense that you probably work with your clients on helping them improve their insight skills as well. Is that true? Yep. Absolutely. Because otherwise they're dependent. Why do I want dependent people? Right. So let's put it. I mean, I'm going to back up. There's another piece of my history I want to share. My dad had a bachelor's degree in chemical engineering and a PhD in biochemistry. And he was an inventor of products and a business entrepreneur. He grew up in a small town in, in uh, Iowa. So when we moved to Oregon, I watched him be involved in or start up 34 companies and kill 30 of them because he was not a business guy, because he didn't have all the pieces together. And so as I stood back and watched it, I said, you know, I want to do what I can to help people grow and be successful. That's important to me, partly because of give back to all the all my things my dad taught me as, as I was growing up and have him, you know, me involved in his uh, businesses. So my why for why I do my business is I want people to be successful, wildly successful, even in spite of themselves. And so I use the business as the projection screen for how they're going to be successful. And we measure the gaps and I give them the insight. I had to rename my company from what it was before, after my second divorce. And so I realized after about two months of really deep soul searching, what I sell is insight. Well, I guess I picked the right word. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Gray. <laughs> it all started with the dance, you, you know? I mean, you kicked yeah. off the episode right. <laughs> so, uh, Brad, let's get into a little of, um, you know, kind of the, if somebody that is listening wants to utilize your services, um, you know, what's involved with that? What do they do? And, and you know, what are you doing to uh, both interview them and have them interview you? It, it's And it is mutual. And that's the idea. They can go to my website, StellarInsightInc.com and find a place on there to click and set up an appointment with me on my calendar directly. They can uh, find me on LinkedIn and connect me with me that way. So if they're ambitious and they're curious and they're kind, <laughs> then, then that's good. And so I, my first conversation with someone is an hour long. Maybe it's five minutes we can schedule, but it's an hour long and we dig into the dirt. We'd like go into it and look at the whole, the whole system. And that's, that's the mutual interview. Do I like you enough to work with you? Do you like me enough to work with me? Is there deep enough rapport so that we can actually, you know, be effective together? Nice. And do you give them any homework to prepare for that first consultation? Bring yourself. Don't hold back. <laughs> I like that. That's great. 
Brad, thank you uh, so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Brad. It's fun. Great talking to you. And thank you for listening, subscribing, and reviewing DIY for Business, a part of the Best Business Network and Electrocast Media. The subjects that we cover on this podcast are selected with the goal of helping your business grow. All of the information provided is opinion-based, and you may want to consult a professional to discuss your exact business situation. Greg and I want your company to succeed, and we are happy to take your questions. We would also love to hear your suggestions for future episodes. If there's an area where you need solid business advice, we could build an entire episode around your idea and your need. You can get your questions answered. Head over to our website, diyforbusinesspodcast.com. You can also reach out to us on Twitter, and both of those links are available in the podcast description. We also love talking to business owners. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so that same way. We thank you again for listening and subscribing to DIY for Business, where you are not alone. Hi, this is Megan Kane. And this is Jason Zook. And we're the hosts of Psychic Visions Podcast. Have you ever experienced deja vu or wonder what life after death is like? Or maybe you walked into an old building and got goosebumps or chills down your spine. Chances are, you're having spiritual experiences without even realizing it. Our show will cover a variety of topics from astral projection to UFOs, manifestation, to the power of positive thinking and even healing energy. If this resonates with you, then this is your sign from the universe to check out our show. Find us where all podcasts are available. Psychic Visions, more than meets the eye. Electric Acid. There's a change happening in the way we live, the way we work, the way we spend our money and make our decisions. We are evolving to be more conscious in our actions in a way that serves the world and makes it a better place. Welcome to the Ethical Evolution. The mission is simple, to spread stories of collective change that make the world a better place, understanding that to create collective change, we need to be the change. It all begins with us.